0: Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Today, I'd like to speak with you about the season, actually two seasons, tax season and earnings season. First, tax season. Tax returns were due April 18th this year. With that date now behind us, most people feel tax season is over, and for most it is. But I'd like to answer a few commonly asked questions that arise this time of year. First, what if I did not file yet? Can I get an extension? The answer is no. Extensions had to be filed by the due date of the return, as we said, April 18th this year. If you have not yet filed, your return is delinquent. You will be subject to penalties and interest, and the longer it takes you to file, the higher the penalties and interest will be. That is the rule if you owe money. But if you are due, you're not subject to penalties. But my advice is, if you have not filed, Do so as soon as possible. It's not good to have a late filing record. That could come back to haunt you in the future. Another common question is, how long should it take to get a refund? If you have filed electronically and provided your checking account information, the IRS says most refunds will be issued within 21 days of filing. You can expect significant delays if you filed a paper return. You can check on the status of your refund by going to the IRS website, irs.gov, and click on Where's My Refund. From a mobile device, you can download the app, IRS2GO, that is the letters IRS, the number 2, GO. In either case, you will need to provide your social security number, filing status, and the exact amount of the refund you request. The IRS will tell you whether your return has number one, been received, and two, if a refund was approved, and finally, if it was sent. Another piece of tax information that you should remember, never ignore correspondence, especially multiple correspondences from the IRS you need to respond promptly to IRS requests for information. Failure to do so can make whatever the issue is much more complicated to resolve. My last tax tidbit, I'll call it. The IRS never calls you on the phone unless they have first contacted you in writing. Don't respond to phone calls, especially threatening calls from people claiming to be IRS employees. There are many scams that could cost you a lot of money. So I will emphasize, the IRS always contacts you in writing before calling on the phone. Now, let's talk about another season, earnings season. This is the time when companies report on how the business is performing. They announce the result of operations for the past year, the past quarter. Companies that exceed expectations, that is, earn more money than was expected, or have other favorable measures of their results, often see their stock prices rise, and sometimes substantially. Conversely, those who fall below expectations often see their stock prices tank, that is, fall substantially. This week, Netflix. The huge streaming company reported that it lost subscribers for the first time in more than 10 years. More than 200 subscribers abandoned Netflix. By the way, the number of subscribers is an extremely important metric for Netflix. It also predicts that it will lose an additional 2 million subscribers by the end of the next quarter. It attributes this devastating news to increased competition, password sharing by subscribers, and slowing smart TV purchases. We should also note that Netflix's withdrawal from the Russian markets is an added financial issue. I would speculate that inflation is causing some subscribers to cut costs, and this is where they are starting. As a result of this news, Pershing Square Capital Management, a huge hedge fund led by Bill Ackman, a famous and some would say infamous investor, sold more than three million Netflix shares. It lost $400 million on the transaction. This caused a 35% drop on the Netflix stock price. As a result... Netflix, which sold for as much as $700 per share during the past month, is now sell, uh, selling in the low 200s. I've been asked if Netflix is now a bargain. Is this a buying opportunity? To me, the answer is a clear and definite no, especially for the cautious. There is still a lot of room for Netflix to fall. Buying opportunities arise when both the business and the stock price stabilizes. That has not happened, and it is even way too soon to expect that to happen. Also in the news is Elon Musk, the chief executive of Tesla Incorporated, and the investor who is interested in taking over Twitter. We will begin with Tesla, since it announced record profits as part of earnings season. It reported an 80% increase in sales for the quarter, which led to $3.32 billion of profits. This comes after it recorded a $2.3 billion profit for the prior quarter. Tesla has continually beaten expectations for its revenue and profit, and its stock price has risen significantly as a result. It has also beaten expectations of new vehicle production despite supply chain issues that nag all manufacturers. This is impressive. Tesla's stock price is now more than $1,000 per share, but it intends to split, and that will make it more affordable. In the past, we have called Tesla the gold standard of EV makers. It still is. It is by far ahead of all EV companies in production and quality reputation. An important point to consider, however, be careful for the word however, is the fact that it has a factory in Shanghai that is becoming very productive. It is not Tesla's only factory, but it is growing in importance. My concern is that China has ambitions on reuniting with Taiwan, and that could lead to another war one that could resemble the Ukraine invasion. Taiwan, like Ukraine, has no interest in reuniting with China. If China should move on Taiwan, Tesla's stock could be vulnerable. The bottom line is there are many good reasons to buy an interest in Tesla through slices or a few full shares. Anyone who does should keep an eye on the China-Taiwan situation. An invasion of Taiwan would be, in my opinion, a reason to sell Tesla stock. Now let's talk about Elon Musk's other news, Twitter. He has offered to pay $54.20 per share to buy all of Twitter's stock. Twitter is currently selling for about $47 per share. Some has asked if this is a good investment. To answer that question, let's consider Twitter prior to Musk's involvement. It was considered an aging social media company. Its stock price languished for some time prior to Musk's interest. It was a declining company in a highly competitive industry. While its base was growing faster than Facebook, which now known as Meta, Facebook, by the way, has its own issues. Snap and TikTok are formidable competitors. In each of the past two years, Twitter has lost money, including $20 million in 2021. Twitter has not established a plan to resume its growth. This was not considered a good investment, in my view, prior to Musk's offer. So why would you buy this stock now? One reason would be because you expect Musk to make good on his purchase offer. By the way, it is a contingent offer, and we don't know all the contingencies. And he could possibly increase his offer. So you could buy Twitter for about $47 per share and hope to collect about $54.20, maybe more if he increases his bid. But if Musk drops his bid... This stock will likely decline and you will lose money. Keep in mind that Musk is literally a rocket scientist. He's a genius, but be careful for the word but, but he has his hands full of Tesla and his motivation for buying Twitter stock appears to be motivated by non-financial issues. Specifically, he expects to promote free speech By purchasing this company, he has a great deal of opposition, including Twitter's board of directors and many, many Twitter employees. His successful purchase of this company is not guaranteed. I see a current purchase as risky. It is not for the risk averse. If it doesn't work out, if the takeover does not take out. Turnout. you could end up owning stock in a company with poor prospects and its value would have dropped. Personally, I would look elsewhere for quality companies. If you are interested in taking a risk, well, you could take this risk. Musk says he's ready to move on the company and he has secured financing. But keep in mind, this is a risky bet. We will keep keep you updated on earnings season and the news it creates.